Hi, this is your host Jesse, and welcome to a new episode of Marketing Talks by OSB. Uh, today I have with me Mrs. Mariella Abdo. Hello, Mariella. Hello. Thanks Hi, for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. You're most welcome. <laughs> and today I'm so excited about our topic, which is the advertising and PR agency life. Our community and our audience will get to know today how does it work from behind the scenes, how do you run, and so forth. But I would like to say that you are the Deputy General Manager at Memak Ogilvy. And Ogilvy is an award-winning integrated creative network that makes brands matter in a complex, noisy, and hyper-connected world for Fortune Global 500 companies, as well as local businesses across 132 offices in 85 countries. Uh, in the Middle East, the company is known as Memak Ogilvy. And it is the region's number one creative partner and platform for economic, cultural, and social growth. Uh, and the, uh, the six core capabilities that you offer or that you provide are the brand strategy, advertising, customer engagement, and commerce, PR and influence, digital transformation, and partnership. That's amazing. How do you do all of this? Well, it's simple, but not that simple. We do it. Uh like uh, we do it in a kind of intersection between people, between disciplines. So we work in an integrated way. It's no, there's no PR, there's no advertising at all. It's communication at the end of the day. And uh, when anyone came to Ogilvy, it's, you know, it's about providing the best communication platform, regardless of the resources or the capabilities. Nice. Uh, Mariella, you are a seasoned communication practitioner with over 15 years of experience. And this is why I wanted you to be with us to tell us uh, the, the behind the scenes of a, an agency life. Uh, you led successfully most of Beirut clients at Memak Ogilvy, making sure to integrate all Ogilvy's offerings, uh, offering smoothly, helping people around you to think the same. Uh, this has helped growing the office's portfolio organically and winning several new businesses and I think also a lot of awards, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Let's start by, let me ask you first, how do you brainstorm for a creative idea that could lead to, to win an award? You know, brainstorming, it's, it's very simple, yet not all people know how to brainstorm. Uh, definitely, a brainstorming requires a lot of uh, different components. One, you need to set the stage for it. So you need to book a room where people will be sitting comfortably, will be talking freely uh, uh, without any judgment. That's, that's really crucial. Okay. Uh, second, you need to definitely set the objectives of the meeting because when people will, you know, come together, they need to know why are, are exactly. they here, what do they need to solve? So this is another component, uh, an important component uh, of brainstorming. Third, you need to set the time because, you know, you cannot keep it open. Yes. It needs to be, uh, you know, uh, limited in time. One, it will pressure the people to come up with ideas and it will uh, make your, uh, you know, your brainstorming session more concise. Yes. Uh, the fourth step is to actually uh, allow everyone to give his or her opinion. Uh -huh. So it's not a matter of seniority. It's not a matter of, you know, who knows better because the most brilliant ideas can come from interns. Yeah. So uh, you need to let people brainstorm without any judgment, mm -hmm. uh, without saying no. So it's a big no to say no. To, uh, in a brainstorming session, you need just to keep the ideas going. And then after that, you need to structure them. 
Based on this structure, this is where you will be kind of filtering the ideas that have, uh, that have potential and the ideas that don't really have potential. Okay. And at the end of the day, uh, you need uh, to encourage everyone to be part of this process. Everyone needs to be curious enough to know more, to, to brainstorm, uh, to, to give ideas more, because this is uh, what uh, gives you know, this brainstorming session uh, its effect. And during the session, the client is not uh, uh, with you, right? You can do it both ways. If the client asks to be part of the, you know, of, of the brainstorming process, there is no, uh, you know, objection. At the contrary, they're most welcome because the, through this brainstorming session, we would be able to actually know what he or she really wants. But definitely after afterwards, we need to reconvene internally and continue our brainstorming yes. session. Yes. And listen, when we were preparing this uh, this episode together, I told you marketing agency, you said, no, we are more narrow into uh, PR and advertising. Can you tell me a bit of uh, maybe a small, uh, not definition as much as a, two yeah. elements that could differentiate each one of those? Because I know everything falls under marketing. But let's... Uh... Advertising as a marketing tool. It's one of the marketing tools. So if we want to put it uh, in a simple way, uh, marketing consists of, you know, um, uh, market research. Uh, it could consist of uh, pricing strategy, uh, customer behavior, customer journey, uh, uh, different advertising, public relations. So uh, advertising specifically is one component. It's a tool. Uh, basically, it's a paid tool uh, because everything that is related to advertising is paid. Yes. And it consists of uh, key messaging, attractive uh, messaging package in a nice, creative way to allow people to be convinced and eventually uh, uh, convert them into sales or into getting into your brand. So it definitely it, uh, it relates to the objective of the, the, the advertising uh, campaign that you're doing. Okay, and PR? PR is different. PR is basically about uh, um, brand or uh, reputation or client reputation or even a company's reputation. Uh, PR is a, is a vast, vast discipline. It's, uh, it's not only about press office as everyone knows it. So it's not only press releases, yes. press conference. Definitely, it's a, very, it's, it, yeah. it's a very important component of PR. But uh, it's about you know, brand reputation, crisis management, employee engagement, mm. internal communication mm -hmm. um, so it's a very vast uh, you know discipline and uh, if you want like and one or two lines to differentiate advertising from PR yes advertising is when you say I am beautiful yes PR is when you ask other people to say that you're beautiful put it in a simple <laughs> way so uh, yeah. basically advertising it's as i said before it's uh, it's paid about paid uh, exactly yes. whereas pr is more about earned media earned influence so you let people journalists different stakeholders talk about you without you know any effort uh, from your side any effort from this your is side. also called organic no yeah yes. but uh, it's it's a tricky a bit because wow. in advertising you dictate the messages that you want to convey correct whereas in pr you cannot dictate it Ah, you have to, ah, okay. So you need to be very careful on how you convey the messages because at the end of the day, it's not it's not you, Controlled uh, by you. who's talking. It's ah, other people, journalists, uh, government, maybe the different people. Okay, that's nice. Okay, and who are the key players in your in in your agency or any other similar agency? You know, definitely the agencies key 
players are common, yet they differ from an agency to another depending on the size. But uh, the, the, the crucial departments, let's say, that needs to be there, yes. Uh, you have the client servicing department. Uh, it, uh, it, uh, it has the client, the account manager, the account executive, the, the account director, the business director. Those are the people who would be in direct uh, contact with the client, who would take the briefs. Definitely the senior level would kind of challenge the brief and to, you know, strategically, business-wise, they yes. would better understand the, 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 the brief, the ask. And then after that, they would convey it to the creative department. The creative department, uh, it includes different uh, uh, stakeholders. Definitely, you need to start by the creative director who would set the creative, the overall creative direction. And this creative director has different people who would help him uh, with, the, uh, with, the, with the work. You have art directors, graphic de designers, animators, uh, content creators. So you have different copywriters, English, Arabic, French, depending on the clients that you have. Uh, you also have the PR department uh, headed by the head of PR with uh, journalist copywriters. So the difference between creative copywriting and uh, you know journalist copywriting is a bit, it's, they're similar, but you know, part of it is focused on the creative part. The others, it's more of journalism and you know, serious copywriting. It means convincing and selling, right? Exactly, okay. exactly. And you have the social media department mm -hmm. uh, with the, the head of social media and the account managers, the community management, uh, etc. Wow, so is this a team of 50, let's say? You are 50? It can be a team of 50, 60, it can be a team of uh, 20, depending on the agency's size. And definitely there is the, fin the finance department. Of course. <laughs> you cannot <laughs> forget the finance. <laughs> Dude, listen, I have a question. Yeah. You said copywriters, but now mm. we've seen a lot of AI tools that are oh. already writing uh, the text, the captions, the emails, the articles. Um, are you that's, using AI? <laughs> that's, that's a very interesting question. Uh, yes, we are definitely using AI. At the end of the day, you need to, uh, to keep going. You need to uh, adapt to the changes. Yes. And we cannot disregard that we have the AI. And unfortunately, AI might replace some talents. I'm not saying that they will replace the copywriters. But what differentiates us from AI, us people from yes. AI, is you know, our knowledge and our uh, uh, human touch. Okay. So even if we are using, you know, AI, it would be it would be us giving an order to AI to kind of set the narrative. Yes. So it, uh, uh, we don't say no complete, uh, you know, rejection for AI, but definitely it shouldn't be kind of a one way, uh, one way of doing things. So it's us giving uh, yes, the AI it, orders. Uh, um, let's just say it's ha it's helping, it's facilitating, yeah. it's fa saving time. Yes, definitely. Yes. Okay, good. definitely. Yes. And the the thing is, how do you find talents to join your uh, agency? I mean, it's all about creativity. Of course not. Uh, uh, we at Ogilvy, we really focus on the the talents character and ah, willingness. Okay. For instance, whenever we are recruiting fresh grads, okay, we don't recruit based on a resume only. Okay. We usually ask people to uh, get an internship with us and okay. the internship should, should not be less than two months okay. because this is where they will be learning and we will be definitely benefiting assessing. from them and assessing their performance. And based okay. on this, this, the experience uh, with them, we kind of uh, select the best and the most brilliant people to actually join our family at Ogilvy. So by character, you want someone flexible? You want someone... Uh, we want someone going? who has the, the will to learn, 
okay. well to learn with definitely a nice character uh, with uh, you know a passion for creativity a passion to, to, to better understand people, uh, uh, people's behavior, people's uh, um, needs. Because in the, the creative industry, you need to be very well, uh, let's say, alerted. You need to have kind of social intelligence to better understand your client first, your team second. So yeah, it's a combination of different elements. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about the trends. A lot of things are evolving, whether on specific social media platforms or with, for a specific generation. How do you keep up with the trends? Because I believe for certain brands that you uh, work, uh, you might need to go with the flow in their industry or in their target segment. Mm, definitely. And uh, actually, you reminded me I missed a very important department in the agency, which is the strategic planning department. Okay. So we have a planners who are responsible to share trends with the different teams. Uh, and definitely the client lead or uh, the, the, the one who's, let's say we have a telco client, the client lead is the uh, responsible to keep him or herself, you know, updated with all the trends, latest trends. The creative director also is responsible to share uh, uh, all creative trends, award-winning campaigns. So it's it's an ongoing process. It's not it's not just, you know, something that you need to do. It's something that you, you, you have to do to keep you know, uh, learning and growing in this industry. Okay. Listen, how, how many days or weeks does it take to create a creative campaign? <laughs> it depends. Sometimes you have a brief, then you need to, to answer for it like the next day. So definitely, this is not feasible. But we are a very intense industry, let's say. We're very, we're very, we work under pressure a lot. Okay. Ultimately, a good campaign, because you know you have different, different sizes of campaigns. You have small, medium, and big ticket campaigns. Yeah. But let's say for a big ticket campaign, you, you can easily take three to four weeks. For small campaigns, you can, it can be like in a, in a week time, sometimes more, sometimes less, depending on the brief. When you say big ticket, are we talking about the budget or are we talking about the, the, you can the impact or? Yes, you can say it can. A big ticket is definitely, it requires a bigger budget. And the, the, the channels that you are using are uh, basically uh, much more. For ah, instance, okay. you have TV campaigns, so you need to produce a TVC. You have different kind of uh, uh, social media channels, uh, PR, uh, internal comms. So it's, it's very wide. Okay, nice. And uh, what about the students once they graduate mm -hmm. and they study advertising and marketing? Uh, do you recommend them to do an internship first before anything else? Or uh, because sometimes some of them are so ambitious, they would say, I want to open up my own agency. Mm. Shall we give them a, an advice? From Look, there is no right or wrong. Like there is no wrong or right answer, honestly. Uh, uh, it's highly recommended for a person to be to have this entrepreneurship spirit. Yes. And, but uh, out of experience, I think it's very important to to uh, you know get the gist of the the, the you know the, the advertising life. You need to uh, uh, because theory is very different, you know, than the 
than the practice, practice than yes. the practice it's very different when you intern or you have like even a few years of experience in an ad agency it will give you a lot of benefits one you will better understand the process inside the agency okay. uh, two you will build connections that you will eventually benefit from in the future you can they can be potential clients they can be potential colleagues or employees yes. so we we highly encourage uh, experience yes. uh, but at the end of the day it's the person's choice but definitely internship or experience even if it's a few you know if it's few years of experience in an ad agency it would give uh, this person a push to start on a, a more solid ground okay and if it's an internship two months would be enough uh, it's recommended, yes, definitely two months. It can be extended to six months if this person uh, is willing to continue and we are willing to accept uh, him or her because okay. we have a lot of uh, requests to, to, for people to join our team as interns. And did you really give them uh, the tools and uh, I mean, do you allow them to do things on definitely. their own or they're going to go and watch? <laughs> no, of course not. I actually, allow me to, dig, to give you a bit of a sneak peek to what's happening now. Yes. After the Red Academy, there yes. are like people uh, uh, who won and uh, they won the, an, an internship at our agency. Yes. For this, we have, we have assigned a person uh, who is responsible of those interns. So he would give them tasks uh, and they are, uh, you know, uh, they are part of different departments. So during their two months internship, they would experience advertising. The, the advertising discipline ah, they, and job rotate, you mean. they will be rotating and ah, jumping nice. from a, you know a discipline to another and they would be learning so we take internship very seriously at nice. nice that's that's really an amazing opportunity for those who are just starting their career and it's an opportunity for them to know what what do they really like if yeah if exactly this is what they wanted or exactly no. amazing um mariela now that you cover two countries lebanon and iraq is the process here or let's say the way you do things in Lebanon different than another country in general or specifically in Iraq? I wouldn't say so. It's not different, but you know, um, it can differ from a client to another. So that's why uh, both markets there, uh, definitely in Lebanon, it's a more mature market in terms of communication, advertising, but Ira is picking up really quickly. Yeah. So the process is the same, but you know, you need to adapt to what the client wants and how he would, you know, appreciate your uh, solution, uh, whether from a strategic point of view or from a creative point of view. So this is what differs. It's the people behind the account, not you know not the market in, in okay general. and uh, don't you usually hire somebody uh, someone who is local there to help you understand maybe a little bit their culture definitely uh, because i think in communication you have to speak the language of the consumers where where they are so do you uh, hire a local talent sometimes for specific campaigns mm, definitely it's, it's highly advisable to have local talents because uh, uh, all communication uh, should be localized and should be should yeah. talk to the people uh, to, to the people you know that you should talk their language their slang so yeah. sometimes Lebanese people don't really understand you have different terms even you have Correct. different terms that Lebanese maybe might not get get it so that's why we do have local talents for instance in era uh, mostly creative and copywriters who would help us better understand the culture and they would be a crucial part of our team so it's not like they're separate uh, uh -huh. uh, members from uh, Memak Ogilvy Beirut they're part of you know, our bigger family nice 
Nice. So you're mixing somehow the experience you have here with local talents yeah, to help you understand the culture there. Exactly. And in the mission of uh, Memak Ogilvy, you, you sent me that the mission is to inspire brands and people to impact the world. the world. Can really advertising do that? It should do that because when you're in advertising, you should have the sense of responsibility because there are many people who will, children even, who would be watching your advertisement. So, and this is what differentiates us at Ogilvy. We, we really look for ideas that would change the world it's not it's, it's not just about creativity and it's not just about business definitely it's very important to have to hit both points but what matters mostly is to talk to the people to better understand the real inside the real challenge that we are solving and give the solutions through our uh, communication and advertising so your goal is not just the business goal of let's say whether reaching uh, brand awareness or increasing sales so you always put the consumers in mind in front definitely. of you because there are the, the audience listening and looking at what you're doing right exactly and we have many examples that would actually demonstrate that this is true we have can you give us can, an example yes we have the king khaled foundation in saudi it's a campaign that actually managed to change uh, the government's uh, opinion about uh, uh, um, about violence against women. Oh. So it started as a campaign and actually a PR helped making it a kind of a big uh, problem within the country. People are hitting uh, their wives, their uh, daughters, and this uh, created a big like uh, a movement. A, a big movement into uh, the Saudi Arabian government and actually it led to change this, uh, to have a decree that would actually penalize nice. uh, this uh, violence against That's women. That's nice. That's very nice. And let's conclude with some tips and tricks from behind the scenes to our maybe students who just graduated uh, and they're considering uh, joining an agency. Uh, well, I can give a lot of tips and tricks. One, you need to be curious. You need to be very curious. Yes. You shouldn't settle for your job description. Definitely, you need to have a clear job description and you should be abiding by it, but uh, uh, be open. Uh, be open to learn, be open to understand different disciplines, different people. Uh, most importantly, uh, be open to work flexibly <laughs> in a flexible way because uh, advertising is a bit demanding. So it's not just a nine to five uh, job. It requires- By flexible, you mean extra? Uh, it requires, it, sometimes it requires like extra hours overnight to, to crack the idea, to crack the campaign. But actually wow. this is the, the this is the fun part of the our business. Part, yeah. So, and uh, at the end, I would advise them to follow their passion. Really, they need to follow their passion because if you're working in, in, a, in any job and you're not passionate about, you wouldn't uh, excel. Nice. And listen, once you launch the campaign, uh, you sit and you, you wait for the results. Uh, yeah, actually, we have a kind of... You, you, would, you would be excited, I think, to... to to tap the results in the market, no? Definitely, we have actually a team who would be monitoring, you know, and giving reports on the campaign's performance. And this is where we can also optimize where it's coming short, where we can do better, 